Hello and welcome to Real Living. This is Lavinia Spirito with Mirla Nemechek. And we're switching gears today. We're going to tell you about it. We have a special treat for you today. Uh, we are in Lexington, Kentucky, where Mary Lou and I live. And it um, seems to me like nothing ever happens in Lexington, Kentucky, but it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but it looks like um, we have the blessed uh, chance, really, to be only about a 25 to 30 minute drive away from Asbury University, which is where the Holy Spirit is working in power. It cert- certainly is. And uh, we've both been down there. And so we're just going to give you our impressions, a little bit of information about it, and then give you our impressions. And uh, and then, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe if you're listening to this, you might be tempted to come. We don't know how long it's going to last, obviously. Only the Holy Spirit knows that. But I'm just... I'm ecstatic that it's lasted this long. Well, it's been over a week. Uh, it was a week ago on Wednesday, and we're recording on Friday. And the people keep coming from all over the world, literally, mm-hmm. to this small little hamlet of Wilmore, Kentucky, which has really a, a lovely university there. I mean, you can get a f- wonderful education there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, is it non denominational? Is yeah. there? I think so. It's um, actually I did, I guess I guess I knew that. Um, it's I uh, hear I'm looking at all my resources here. Asbury Seminary was formed in the Holiness Movement. So revivals like the current revival have been the driving force in the history of the Holiness Movement within Methodism. In fact, a revival very similar to this current one happened at Millmore in 1970. And we knew that, right? There yeah. was one in 1970. When I hear revival, you know, I, as I've shared with you, Mary Lou, I have been praying for a, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, a revival, a re- of an awakening in our area for many, many, probably over 30 years, 35 years. Um, and I've used that language, revival, Lord, bring revival. And I always imagined it would be within the context of the Catholic Church. And I, don't, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. Yes, this is a Protestant university. But I think the Holy Spirit knows that, and I think the Holy Spirit has chosen to pour himself out in a place where people are receptive. I I totally agree with that statement, because having experienced it and stood in line waiting to get in with a lot of these people, they are so convicted, and, um, and I had to laugh. You'll get a kick out of this. I was there with, with my dear, dear friend Shelly, and we're standing in line, and I'm looking around, and I looked at Shelly, I said, oh my gosh, we forgot our Bibles. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I said, well, we're Catholic, we never walk around with them like, like the other mm-hmm. uh, Protestants do. And I, I just had to laugh because people were there with their Bibles, they were there with their journals, they were set to go. And it was very quiet. I don't know whether you noticed that. While people were waiting to get in there, it was, it was kind of like the... They wanted to show a lot of courtesy as if they were already inside by the silence and just being very patient to wait to get in. But And people, you know, had food and different things, but people were not talking on their phone and doing all that stuff. They were just patiently waiting to get in there to experience this. Yeah, in a certain sense, in Catholic speak, we would say they were already recollected. You know, that word, that recollection. so how did this start? It started in Hughes Chapel, which is one of the chapels at Asbury. 
and there was a student, apparently they have a student chapel, If I don't know if it's every day or every other day. And I think it's three, at, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Okay. At the conclusion of Wednesday chapel, um, a handful of students decided, like basically they just lingered, and one guy apparently, one young man stood up and started confessing. Um, he started repenting, basically. Repenting, you know, yes. Kind of just mm -hmm. uh, describing his shortcomings. And, and it was then apparently from what we hear, that the Holy Spirit came down. That the, and, and what we mean by that is that you realize that, you, that you're not alone in that room. That there is a power, that there is a presence, and it's so strong, it's almost like a weight on your chest. It's like this weight, I mean, C.S. Lewis would call it the weight of glory in a certain sense, you know? There's this weight on your chest, and a spirit of praise and worship just kind of automatically comes out, you know? So that would be the best that I would be able to describe, I think, what it did at the beginning. And so what happened was uh, the prayer service never ended. It kept going. Uh, people kept coming. The, the worship teams realized that they had to start staggering, and they had to start, you know, rotating worship teams. Because this phenomena of praise and worship in the powerful presence of the Holy Spirit, of confession, of repentance, of healing, it was going strong. And, right, they, and these students immediately recognized that something was going on, which uh -huh. astounded me because it was supposed to be over, I, I believe, at 10 o'clock. But they kept it going and going, and then I guess word spread and more students came. And, you know, at that school, it was fine for them to stay there. You know, the, the school recognized that there was something taking place there, and they certainly are aware of revival. So, and I'm sure many people out there have been praying for it for years and years and years. And, um, and then word spread through social media. What I like is uh, that they recognize what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I kind of wonder if this happened at a Catholic university, if they would know what it was. Oh, I wonder that too. You know? I wonder that would too. Would they just try to shut it down and make people go home? You know? Yeah. And What and, would happen? In fact, when I was there, there was an older gentleman that came in and was in front of me. He was in tears. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, I wonder if he was here in 1970, experienced that, and was mm -hmm. just overcome that he, he got to experience it once again. Mm -hmm. um, and because there are people of all ages, men, women, children, lots of young people. It's, it's, it's Look, just I just found it. There's a statement from the president of Asbury University, Kevin J. Brown, Dr. Brown. And he, this is how he describes how the whole thing started. At the completion of a regularly scheduled chapel service on February the 8th, 2023, at Asbury University, students lingered to pray, worship, and share. They have not stopped. And moreover, they have been joined far and wide by hungry men and women across the world who desire to seek the Lord in this space. Since the first day, there have been countless expressions and demonstrations of radical humility compassion, confession, consecration, and surrender unto the Lord. We are witnessing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So this is a statement from him. We continue to seek 
to discern the right balance between orderliness for our university students, faculty and staff, and our campus visitors, which I, I imagine is a hard balance. Right. Right? Uh, if anybody's interested, you can go to asbury.edu slash outpouring. And it gives you a schedule. It gives you, um, you know, for instance, there's today's schedule, Friday, February the 17th. There's a statement. And um, I, you know, I think that, that this is, we're going to give you a little bit more insight, I think, as to what we think, our two cents as to what we think is going on. But I thought that was a, a very well, good way to, to establish it. I think elsewhere they said, the administration said, we are not trying to start anything. And we're not trying to stop anything. We're just trying to foster. Right. We're just trying to be experience it and be a part of it. And, and be a part of it. And, and and be responsible for the young people, for the people who are coming, for the prayer teams, for the you know, for the music people. If you if you remember when you go there there's like tables full of water and snacks and um, mm-hmm. you know, there's bathrooms open, there's uh, you know, there's a certain hospitality. People have been dropping stuff off. As one woman, I, re- I don't know where I read this, one lady baked a bunch of cookies in Indianapolis and, co- and brought them over and drove them oh over my gosh. and dropped them off. <laughs> you know? well, well, they have a lot of Highbridge water there, and Highbridge is very close by. Mm-hmm. I suspect that they donated a lot of that to, mm-hmm. to the school. And, um, and really, people, literally, the people that were in front of us when we were waiting in line, um, through social media found out about it they lived in missouri and got up during the night drove in so they arrived in the morning they had food with them um, as they were waiting in line and there were a father his son daughter-in-law another son i mean various family members they just couldn't wait to get in there mm-hmm. they would have they would have driven anywhere to experience this and mm-hmm. you know how how often would would we jump in our car let's just think about this to to drive not knowing whether you could get in not knowing where you were going to stay not knowing the territory at all and do this and there are people who have come and, and not know where to stay people are just taking them home with them yeah which i think is so cool but there's something online that people have come from as far as singapore Wow. So well, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I can I can attest that just going to the parking lot, there are plates from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it really is a remarkable, remarkable thing to to see. And we know that there's going to be very many gifts coming from it. And and I think that they have um, like five different music uh, groups. Mm-hmm. playing rotating and there's there's nobody really in charge they're just people helping people yeah. get in and out and yeah. coordinate things but there's nobody standing up on stage saying do this do this do this mm-hmm. that's that's not what's going on they're allowing mm-hmm. people to, to praise and worship and the music is great and they're letting the Holy Spirit take over. Plus, I thought what was fun was that there were no words to all the songs, and everybody knew the songs. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> was that fun? Yeah. Yeah. And there were no words anywhere, and, you know, I didn't know all of them, but I did. I mean, I recognized a few, and I was able to put them, get them on my phone if I didn't know them, you know. 
Right. And sing along. I mean, I thought that's the best. I love that. When people could just close their eyes, raise their hands, and lose themselves in worship. Um, there was a... Um, a uh, a a uh, email coming from one of the people who is a you know obviously at the Catholic Center who's a you know uh, a Catholic who said something about let's pray that this kind of enthusiasm and awakening uh, will spread into the Eucharistic revival that is due in the Catholic Church next year. I I, I concur with that. And I was thinking about that. Absolutely. It's like, is, is this just the beginning? We've had, we've had a couple people, Catholics, who said some things like, well, yes, but it's a Protestant university. I mean, there's been the, the kind of a little bit of a low-key rumble about, but we have the Eucharist. I'm like, yeah, we do have the Eucharist. And praise the Lord we have the Eucharist. And what a, an amazing miracle that is. But if we reacted to the Eucharist the way these people are reacting to the presence of God in the absence of the sacraments... Imagine how we would set the world on fire. No kidding. And all I could think of was these people are just seeking the Lord. Mm-hmm. That They're totally focused on that. Nothing else mattered to them. These students, these young people, these families that are coming, that all they want to do is to, is to be there and praise and worship. And, and honestly... You know, we could use a little bit of that in the Catholic Church. I agree. I mean, before people start becoming, you know, like, oh, well, this is, you know. I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> what if at Mass we had this level of enthusiasm? What if at Mass we had people raising their hands and, and calling upon the power of the Holy Spirit? I think, like you said, I think we could probably use a lot more of that kind of, a, of enthusiasm, um, you know, that they've been experiencing here. And it, I agree with you. I hope. And I pray that that is going to be, you know, kind of, that that's going to spread, basically, right? Well, these things seem to ebb and flow from what I can gather. So Mm -hmm. I'm certainly anticipating more to come. And hopefully not having, (laughs) you know, a a great number of years in between this occurring. Mm -hmm. You know? And it seems as though the timing, because I, I had read something that, these things seem to happen when the world is kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better time than now for that to happen when everyone seems to be so um, disconnected and angry and um, changing. And it, it's just the unsettling in this nation is palpable right now. And um, I have a, let's see if we can get this done. I'm going to click on the coverage of, of Tucker Carlson on Asbury. Can you hear this? Can you hear this, Mary Lou? No, I, I can't hear it. All I right, watched no. it, though. Okay, so Tucker Carlson, I would say go to Tucker Carlson's uh, Facebook page, and he covered Asbury's awakening. Um, and it's pretty fun because they he was very impressed he sent people down to interview people, and then they were going to come down as a television crew, but they were told what, Mary Lou? They were told, please don't come because this is, you know, a holy place, and we don't want, you know, all of that um, uh, media mm-hmm. rigmarole going on. And he completely agreed, mm-hmm. you know. And you were saying he said that um, a lot of people are looking for publicity and all of that, and this is one case where... The school's not looking for that. 
they are there doing what they're supposed to be doing and they don't you know the they don't need that this is they recognize this as being something holy going on and that's all that counts and he was he said of course we won't come we respect that i mean i can remember him saying god bless you for this Mm -hmm. you know it was such a fresh thing of for people to not be driving in there with all their trucks and microphones and cameras and interviewing everybody that's right his i think his purpose was to share it he's he's covered you know what was going on in his show a couple nights and he interviewed the student um president and you know he he did this so that people would know that this was happening because i don't know that it's being covered by a lot of national news outlets Mm -hmm. i know here locally it is it's been covered yeah so um you know i think it was it was really to to show something going on that that has a positive effect on society because so much of what what he has to cover on his show is 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 negative in, well, in so many ways. I'm excited about um, about the young kids, you know, because it seems like the brunt of the revival is directed towards millennials, towards younger younger folk, young adults, uh, kids kids in high school. Um, mm-hmm. There were buses. In, I was stood in line on Tuesday with um, girls who had driven from Illinois from, at that point, from mm-hmm. Michigan, from two different places in Michigan, from... And they were all like, you know, if not in high school, they were at least, you know, I don't know, freshmen or sophomores in college. Um, and one of the things that, that people have said, well, where are you going to park when you get out there? I don't know. But I'm driving out there and we'll figure it out when we get there. Mm-hmm. So you kind of maneuver through these different parking lots. Some of are obviously closed off and everything. But sooner or later, you find a space. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's where there's a will, there's a way. And it's... It's not far to walk over to the campus, wherever you're parking, really. But it's it's like people are just kind of driving out there in pure faith, knowing that they'll find a place to park, that they'll find this building, because they don't even, they've never been to Wilmore. They don't know what mm-hmm. where it is, what, what, what the campus looks like. Mm-hmm. But if you just follow the cars, you can't miss it, because that's where everybody's going. That's right. And it's a great... You know, I'm going to close out the show, but let me just say first this. I remember when there was the Toronto Blessing at the Vineyard Airport Fellowship, um, again, another Protestant church, in 1993, 1994, there was a great outpouring. It was called the Toronto Revival. And then about four or five years, no, a couple of years later, there was a similar thing in Brownsville, Pensacola, Florida. Um, and I remember thinking at the time, oh, I wish I could go there. I wish, you know. You hear stuff like that, and you say, I wish you could go. And this time, it's, it's happened. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's in our bed. I don't have to, you know, it's yeah. only half an hour away. So yeah. what a gift. And what does it mean for those of us who are living close? What are we charged with? What is the Holy Spirit asking us to do? Because I don't think that it, it's a chance that it's in our backyard. No. Especially while great things are happening in the Diocese of Lexington in terms of people learning how to become disciples and learning how to pray for healing and learning how to spread the message, you know, the gospel and learning how to become more coherent Christians through a variety of things that the Holy Spirit has been raising up in this diocese. So we say, we say, come Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us.